Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Silicon Valley Bank. Hello, everybody. It's Frank Gruber, and we got the start of your podcast. We're back again, episode 16. Today's another special episode. We've got a great interview today lined up with Elnaz Saraf. She's the founder of uh, and CEO of Royby, which is a startup that uh, was basically one of our start of the year companies in 2018. And uh, she's been doing great things since. Royby is like an AI powered companion robot for kids, uh, years like three to seven. And really focuses on STEM learning. So really exciting stuff going on with her. Uh, we had John Guidos from our team interview her, and we'll listen into that in a second. But before we do, I uh, wanted to hear a word from our sponsor, Silicon Valley Bank. Can you get give it up for Mr. Uh, Rich Malloy? Rich. Absolutely. So today's episode of the Startup of the Year podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley Bank. And you know the, the team at Established, we've been building startup communities for 13 years. And Silicon Valley Bank consistently shows up, adds value, supports startups, and supports their clients. They're more than just bankers. You know, they're mentors, they're advisors, they're super connectors. And we love having the SVB team at our events because they bring a depth of knowledge about startup markets that just doesn't exist from most service providers. And they always treat their founders with respect. And so if you're not banking with Silicon Valley, if you're using, say, a a traditional retail bank like the one on the corner, there's nothing wrong with those banks. But if you're using that, a traditional retail bank, and you plan to raise venture capital, you need to bank with SVB. Your retail banker might not even know what the heck venture capital is, but SVB team does this day in and day out. This is their specialty. They've worked, they've been through the fundraising process with thousands of startups, and they have additional resources to see you through the process and help you succeed. We love SVB, and we're grateful that they're that they're supporting the uh, the Startup of the Year podcast. And so, visit svb.com slash next to learn more. That's svb.com slash next. So Silicon Valley Bank, ideas bank here. Thanks so much, Rich. Couldn't do it without the support of SVB, so we really appreciate it. All right, now let's listen to that interview with Elnaz Saraf and John Guidos. Hi, everyone. This is John Guidos with Startup of the Year podcast. I'm happy to be joined today on this episode with Elnaz Saraf, the founder and CEO of Roybee and Roybee Robot. Hi, Elnaz. How are you today? Hi, John. Thank you very much for your time. Really excited to talk with you today. Yes, we were very excited to, you know, that you made some time for us. And I know that you were a participant in our Startup of the Year program in 2018. And I know that, I mean, just following you all in the news and from your updates, it looks like you have a lot of great stuff going on. So I'm excited to talk with you and I'm sure our listeners will probably gain a lot from our conversation as well. Um, but anyways, let's start off. Can you tell me a little bit about Roybee and everything you guys have going on over there? Sure, absolutely. As you mentioned, you know, we, we were part of the, um, the semifinalists in 2018 and it was such an amazing experience. I, I still remember because at that time, um, Roybee was so little. <laughs> and, yeah. um, since then we, we grew, uh, pretty fast. 
Now we uh, we have our headquarters in the U.S. in Mountain View, California, in Shenzhen. Very soon, we are starting our headquarters in Hong Kong. Uh, which is super, super exciting uh, from literally like two people. Now we are close to 20 people in onboarding a uh, couple of new people very soon. And um, how we started is that, um, you know, we, we started about two years ago going through a lot of research that we've done in the past um, through my, my first company, especially uh, that we, we have baby monitors. So I dealt with uh, parents a lot. And education was always something that they, they, they would talk about. And it's, a, it's an amazing market. You know, there's a lot of opportunities to, to make an impact. And two years ago, my team and I started Roybee. And as you can imagine, as a startup start, the idea was totally different. <laughs> and since then, a lot of things changed. And today, uh, we, we launched a product, which is a um, smart uh, robot, AI-powered robot in, in language learning and STEM for kids aged 3 to 7. It's amazing. I'll tell you, I've been watching the videos myself and um, I, I could not think of something cooler and I would have loved to have had one when I was younger. And at some point here in the very near future, I'm definitely going to get some for my nephews because they're kind of in that three to seven year old age range. And I know that, um, you know, it'd be something that they would think is, is, is really cool. And uh, additionally, you know, it would provide some of those foundational things to, to help them grow uh, in, in with their education as they get a little bit older. But, you know, I also wanted to say, I, I saw that, you know, you're being very modest, which is, <laughs> and humble, which is great. But, you know, you had said you guys are growing. And I noticed noticed also that you all were recently named CNBC's world's most promising startup. So that's, that's amazing. How did that all come about? Thank you. Honestly, I think, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say being lucky <laughs> because uh, luck means hard work. <laughs> but uh, we, we were so excited when, when the news published. But I don't know if you saw it, but uh, about uh, a few days ago, Roy B was featured on the cover of Time magazine as one of the best inventions of the year. Wow. So when that happened, you know, we were totally shocked shocked and um, it was amazing because you know we've been working so hard for the past two years making sure you know especially with the hardware business um, it's so complicated and the product itself is also a little bit complicated because it has many technology inside it from facial detection to emotion detection personalizing the, the educational experience with machine learning so there's a lot going on and, um, you know, being able to to really spread the word and getting the traction uh, from from really large media, I'd say it was amazing. <laughs> sure. It always creates some some very larger conversations, I'm I'm sure. So that's that's amazing. Congrats on Thanks. on all of that. And, you know, another thing that I think is interesting about your story is I, I know that you're a female founder that grew up in Iran. So um, maybe you can you know, it, it, hopefully I'm right on that one. And, and if so, you know, how do you think that that played a part in your um, leadership and, you know, you as an entrepreneur? Um, it's, uh, you're definitely right. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting question because I think, you know, back in Iran, all I remember is um, a lot of people work really hard and um, so many smart people, but unfortunately not a lot of opportunities. 
And I, I remember growing up, you know, I, I used to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, reading at school behind a computer. I, I always joke I was a nerd <laughs> because I would spend a lot of time behind a computer. I, I would enjoy like assembling things. And then I, I got into art school. So it, it really helped me to, to have a better understanding about products and, um, like even features on the products. And then I, I decided to switch to software engineering. And that also really, really helped me to understand how you can bring a product to, to the world. Um, and I, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, within the culture that I can see, I'm, I'm sure it's the same with so many other cultures, but particularly, you know, with, with uh, Iranians and Persians, uh, I, I see that a lot of us are really hardworking and really persistent. So I think that played really well. <laughs> I'm sure. No, it sounds like uh, it would definitely help out when you're leading a team. And, you know, that competitive edge and work ethic is always so instrumental in, in growing a company. So, you know, continued success with, with that. And so I want to little, understand a little bit more about uh, the concept. I know you were in the education space before, but, you know, what, what, what brought about the idea for these AI-backed or, you know, um, artificial intelligence uh, robots? Sure. Um, you know, back in the days, uh, I was always involved with technology. It just fascinates me how fast technology is changing. But, you know, AI is a very important trend that it's, it's the future of so many amazing things happening. But when it comes to education, as you, uh, you can see, there are no good products or use cases specifically when it comes to early childhood education. And um, as I mentioned, for many, many years, I, I had the opportunity to, to talk and work with a lot of parents. And I realized that this, this um, like age range, especially, uh, especially three to seven, uh, which is a very critical time, it's missing a lot of opportunities. And that's why we, we started our focus and product uh, and technology in this category to be able to really help children to, to get better education, especially one out of 12 kids, at least in the U.S., are experiencing some sort of speech disorder because, you know, these days they are literally glued to uh, devices like uh, tablet, phone, or TV they don't talk much. They don't learn much from those devices. But also there are, there are no good replacements. And we, we really believe uh, with Roiby, we would be able to, to utilize AI and make the experience more interesting for children as we learn about them. So we, we can uh, modify and adjust the content based on their abilities and interests. Of course, it's a um, big vision, but gradually we, we will get there. Well, that's really great. So let me ask you, I guess, taking that a step further, just for my own interest, and I'm, I'm curious to understand, what is the biggest um, hurdle that you all are, or are experiencing or have solved for? I, I can't even imagine, you know, how do you get one of these in, in every kid's house or school or whatever? What, is, what does that look like? I think it's 
it's more about, you know, one, one difficulties, um, you know, still people think um, AI is going to take over the world or, or uh, control their children. And still, uh, I, I see negative uh, thinking behind it. But I think the, the biggest challenge right now is to gradually educate people that having AI is really not going to destroy your life, but also it, it can actually help children or you to, to you know, automate things, to learn better, because the future is going to be so different than what it is today. And what I can see is gradually children can have Roybe and take it with them in school or anywhere they go and be able to really enjoy learning, especially by playing. So I would say that that's the, the biggest challenge, but it's, uh, it's going to take time. That's so interesting to me because I've, I come from a little bit of a product background and people usually, in my experience, they cling on to one buzzword and, and that's usually that all is six in their mind. So it's so interesting that, you know, AI is a tool, obviously, and it's not going to be something that takes over the world like <laughs> you see in movies. So that's really cool. So you let know, me ask uh, you, you say that it's really interesting. There is a, um, there's a new uh, show on Netflix apparently called Black Mirror. I think I, I haven't had chance to actually watch it, but we had people saying, "Oh, Roybe is like Black Mirror is going to take over everything." We're like, "No, <laughs> it's not even the same concept. It's so different, and it's just there to help." But um, it's it's really hard pe- uh, for people to to understand that right now. But it's going to change. Oh, I'm sure. I think it are, we already see a shift in that direction. So that's great. Um, let me ask you this. I think I've seen some stuff in the news as well about um, some funding that you guys have had going on, some successes in that department. So what, what all do you have going on in your, what's, what's the status of your funding right now? Yes, we uh, we closed our seed round for four point two million um, in July, which is super exciting. I still get excited every time I talk about it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's going to to help us for sure to to expand. Of course, we we just finished the first round of mass production, and it's going to to help us to continue the the production. As you can imagine, hardware is uh, even more uh, expensive than just uh, you know having a software company so it's it's uh, it's a great opportunity and also being able to invest in more talent around the world to to make Roybe better and better every day it's not just the you know the content or hardware it's also the culture behind every language that we really want to implement into Roybe that's great to hear. I, I, I love that answer because nowadays it seems to be a, a recurring theme that, uh, you, you know, the, the closing of a round of funding is great and newsworthy and something to be celebrated. But now it sounds like you're ready for the real work to begin, <laughs> right? Absolutely. To, to scale and build your team and, and do all the great things you have as goals. And I, I guess with that being said, what are your, your short and long term goals? And maybe where do you see the company being in about five years or so? 
<laughs> Definitely, I want to see every child have Roybi robot in their hands, regardless of where they are, their in, the family's income status. We are truly here to change the world of, of children in their education. And we, we will take every necessary step uh, and whatever it takes to, to make sure we, we see that happening. But in terms of the short-term plans, we, we are, of course, launching to, uh, to the U.S. and Canada this year. Uh, we actually started um, the shipment, starting with our crowdfunding campaign, and then we are launching with some retailers uh, this year and also expanding next year. We will be also launching in uh, UAE, which is quite interesting because it's a region that they, they pay a lot of attention in um, language learning, especially English language. So that's the, the, the next plan. And of course, as we move on next year, we, we would be looking into how we can expand Roybi into classroom. So we have some pi- uh, pilot uh, plans going on. So hopefully we, uh, we can gradually understand the, um, the classroom environment, the interaction, and we can grow uh, our user base very soon. That's fantastic. You know, I just thought about this as well. So you had said that you, you know, you and Roy B were a semi-finalist in 2018. Mm -hmm. A little bit about myself for a second is that uh, my company that I've co-founded, Turbo Appeal, was uh, runner-up in 2015. And then we actually had a successful exit in 2017. So I'm I'm kind of laughing to myself hearing about this because, you know, given the fact that your company um, was just, you know, uh, featured on the cover of time magazine and you know you know one of the upcoming startups and and uh, the best in the in the com- you know in the country for CNBC uh and all the successes that you've had and then we had some success <laughs> it seems like being a runner up or a semi finalist in startup of the year is not a bad place to be quite frankly so um you know we wish you all the best of luck in that and it sounds like you all have a, a good plan to move in the right direction and so i, I know that a lot of our part, a lot of our listeners, rather, um, are very interested in you know starting up companies and growing earlier stage companies. So I would be remiss if I didn't ask you maybe some some of your stories and some uh, tips and pointers that you have for those that are uh, found you know that are founding companies uh, or starting companies. You know any do's and don'ts that you've run into, or any maybe let's start with the biggest hurdle that you've encountered while starting your company. Sure. Well, first of all, congratulations to you. It's it's amazing. I'm really, really happy that I, uh, what I heard. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's definitely, you know, the best place to start. And again, um, I, I remember when we went there, um, everybody was so helpful, so amazing. And even today, we are we are still in touch with um, the start of the year uh, staff. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely an amazing experience. For the startup experience, you know, I, I want to say that it wasn't easy at all. Um, it takes a lot of time and effort, um, especially building the team behind it. And, and I always say, you know, um, when you have the right team, anything is possible, you know, with all the ups and downs, as long as you have the right team, right partners, you can just make anything happen. And I've been so lucky and fortunate to to have an amazing um, co-founder team behind us in the US, China. 
And um, in, in terms of the, the troubles that we had, at least, is when we were doing fundraising, it was very difficult because it's a, it's a, first of all, it's a very new concept. So people were um, skeptical to, to really take the risk. But of course, now we have um, a couple of really amazing investors. And what I can say is do not give up if you really, really believe in your dream continue moving forward, you're going to get a lot of rejections and negative feedback. Um, just take them as, um, again, as, as, as feedback, do better and continue with, with your efforts. And definitely it's, it's going to pay off. And again, find the right team members, um, advisors, especially we, we have really good advisors on the team and find good mentors that they can really give you uh, honest opinion. Oh, definitely. There's nothing better than surrounding yourself with good people that can answer the questions when they come up if you don't necessarily have the answer. So that's, I mean, that's something, those are words that I live by myself. So that's great. Let me ask you, um, are there any big customers or partners that you all have signed up recently that are going to be helping you all distribute your, your product? Um, I say we are, we are um, starting with, with Amazon very soon. They've been really supportive. We are also part of their um, education accelerator. Um, and they've, they've been super, super supportive. So I'm really excited to, um, to partner with them soon and um, start uh, on that front. Of course, there are more, but unfortunately, I can't say now because it still is in, in progress. Sure. But what I can say is um, next year is going to be really, really big for, for Roybe. Already some partnerships lined up uh, to start in the first quarter, and it's going to be super exciting, and you will hear uh, more news from us. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited to hear about that. I, <laughs> I, uh, I look forward to that very much. Thank so you. let me uh, let me ask you this. Um, you know, you, you just uh, closed your seed round of over four million dollars. Um, what advice would you give to those founders out there that are looking to raise capital in the near future? Um, I would say it, it really takes time to find the right investor and also be open to feedback because that's how you can get better and better. Even I remember our own uh, like pitch deck and documents. Um, I think we have like 50 rev revisions, honestly. And um, just being able to, to listen to the feedback and going uh, to many different meetings and um, asking people for, for help. It's okay. And I'd say it takes time. Don't get stuck on numbers or even high valuations. You know, I, I hear so many stories. Even for us, it was very difficult because as founders, we are so passionate for our startup and investors have different opinion, which is fine. But you would gradually be able to uh, have a mutual agreement and, and move forward. But what I can say is uh, just don't, don't get stuck on numbers <laughs> and um, try to find the best deal for your company um, because time is precious. Definitely. 
Well, I'll tell you what, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I'm so excited to keep an eye out for all of the great things that you and Roy B are going to be doing here in the near future. Um, so I, I can't thank you enough. And at this time, what we like to do is kind of turn things over to, to you and um, we'd like to let our listeners know uh, the best place where they can find more information about you or your company or, or anything really that you have to plug. So I'm going to kick it over to you and feel free to let, let everybody know where to find out more information. Thank you. Um, for, for more information, uh, you can go to our website. That is RoybeeRobot.com. It's R-O-Y-B-I Robot.com. Uh, we are also live on Indiegogo and soon we will be on Amazon. So uh, give us some love and support. And I also want to thank you for, for your time today. Um, the established team, uh, start off the year team. You guys are amazing. So much support and thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Elnaz, and best of luck in the future. I'm sure we'll run into each other soon. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, John, that was great. Thanks so much, Elnaz. Uh, really uh, interesting stuff with Roy B. Seems like she's blazing the path, and uh, it'll be exciting to continue to watch her with that uh, Roy B. And, and what she's up to. So thanks so much for joining. Uh, before we, we depart here, I wanted to hear a word from our, uh, about our sponsor, uh, American Airlines. They're a big partner of ours. Um, we couldn't get where we're going without their support, so... Let's listen in to a little bit about uh, AA's Business Extra program. With American Airlines, you can give your company's travel budget a lift. American Airlines Business Extra is a rewards program for companies that can help get the most out of your travel budget. It's free to join with no minimum flight or spend commitments. The more you fly with American Airlines and their partners, the more Business Extra points you earn. Points can be redeemed for round-trip flights, cabin upgrades, Advantage Gold status, Admiral Club memberships, or passes. And your employees can continue to earn Advantage Miles and your company earns Business Extra Points at the same time. It's a win-win. Doesn't your business deserve something extra? All right. Couldn't do it without the support of American Airlines. I hope you enjoyed this special episode and interview with one of our startups from our program. Uh, check out startupoftheyear.com and some of our programs out there. And if you aren't getting the daily deal flow, definitely want to subscribe. We're sending a startup a day to your inbox, all of which are looking for funding and we're trying to help better connect investors with early stage startups. So check it out at SOTY.link forward slash DD. Thanks again for following along and listening. Hope you had a great day and uh, please check us out on our next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the startup of the year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon. 